Do you want to know what's annoying me this morning? Of course you do. The Royal Mail. And no, I'm not talking about Prince Philip, nor any of the others, at least one of whom definitely isn't good to be talking about right now. Although it is indicative of my general feeling that you should never judge a monarchy by the ruler you think is good, at risk of descending almost into politics. Whatever you think of the Queen, it's random chance she got there. In the other camp, you historically had Kaiser Wilhelm II, or indeed Tsar Nicholas II. Is it something about seconds? Geez, I hope not, or old Lizzie's about to pull something unpleasant. Anyway, both of them ended up going to war because, as historians have sometimes said, the genetic lottery ended up pulling the short straw, or something like that. Monarchies aren't terribly good at weeding out totally idiotic, insane people who will get your country to no end of trouble. That's what I'm saying, and I'm not saying any more there. Let's just leave it, all right? Leave it, I said. So, the Royal Mail I'm referring to is our beloved postal service. The oldest in the world, and the only one which, according to the International Postal Union, doesn't need to put the name of the country on the stamps. That's what you get for inventing stuff. That's the same reason, reason why the US has a plus one as its international code for the phones, and why their internet addresses don't have to end with .gov.uk, but just .gov. It's the same thing, but I digress, as is my way. We invented the postal service, and Mrs Queen gets to have her face licked. Oh, that takes me back. Of course, they're all self-adhesive now, but I remember licking stamps, so I'm sticking with that, without having to declare that this is the UK, as in the stamps don't have to declare it. The Royal Mail has been with us a long time. I recall reading David Copperfield many, many years ago, the Dickens novel, not anything about the magician, probably to try and impress a young lady I was rather besotted with who had recommended it. And one of the things that really struck me was when David writes a letter to his wife saying he's going to bring someone home for dinner that night. Kind of like if I texted or emailed now, as in the communication got there within an hour or two, which given the odd phone signals around my house is probably faster than my texting a lot of the time. Many's the time I get home and say to Mrs. Me, so you've got my text, only for her phone to beep suddenly at that moment, saying, sorry, going to be a bit late home, and I feel technology has let me down. But not as much as the Royal Mail has, he said, desperately trying to keep get back to the matter in hand. The Royal Mail, a delivery service, a service renowned historically for waiting until you've gone to the toilet and then diving up to your front door and thrusting a little cardboard thing through it, saying you were out and they've taken a parcel away to a sorting office where there is free parking for precisely four cars, there are six spaces, but no one ever parks correctly, which is another rant. And the rest of the street is patrolled by traffic wardens and rabid leopards, thus making it near impossible for you to get your parcel. But that is not what they did on this occasion. Oh no. Because the note said, and I quote, that they had left my parcel in a safe space, in an outbuilding. Safe space. I think of safe spaces as somewhere to go and hide, like a, a snug in the back corner of a pub like the toilet cubicle at work where you can lock it and have a moment to yourself. Like when you come home and have a little sit down or maybe a nice relaxing bath. That's a safe space in my book. I don't want the Royal Mail getting involved, frankly. But they also said they left it in an outbuilding. Now, we do have a shed, but that is behind the side gate, which again I have rented about before when Mrs. Me refers to it as the back door and the side gate is locked. So how exactly could they have put the parcel there? And, it may not surprise you to know, we do not have a wide array of outbuildings. I do not live on some mad estate with a gatekeeper's cottage. So, the shed is the only option. 
That gives me a clue at least. So I wander round the back and I do find the parcel. And where do I find it, I hear you cry? Well, not in the shed. Quite with some relief, I find they have not managed to pick the lock on the side gate to get to the shed and then lock it again. No, I find it on the floor, on the concrete floor, just behind the gate, with one corner smashed in, about half a metre beyond the side gate, in fact, almost as if it had been lobbed over. Almost as if this parcel, with fragile written on it in enormous letters, because it contained a bottle of spirits, had been lobbed over my side gate, and the person representing the aforementioned Royal Mail had then decided that was both a safe space, from which a height of two and a half metres it most definitely isn't, and an outbuilding, which, lacking a roof as much as Pharrell's really annoying earworm, which I don't totally agree with, because a room without a roof is clearly a garden, not a room at all, but it definitely isn't outbuilding, and that method of delivery, when there was a bin it could have hidden, been hidden behind, a car it could have been hidden behind, a sorting office it could have been taken back to, albeit with the problems that would have entailed. Well, I hope you can understand why I was at least somewhat annoyed. Although, the bottle did actually survive. Otherwise, well, that doesn't bear thinking about. <laughs>